What's up? Kyle is still on assignment on a family vacation that we sent him on. I've got special guest Todd Caputo. We're talking about Mississippi's ban on direct-to-consumer EV's new down market. VW has a new down market EV. And Microsoft Office is trying to actually just do the work for you. So we're going to talk about those things today. Todd, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good to um, see you. Two days in a row. Today's what? Uh-oh. Two days in a row. Two days in a two row. Two days in a row we're doing this. Sorry, we're getting a little laggy internet. It's probably on my end. I know, two days in a row. Like, we're going to get used to this. We're going to get you a microphone and a different camera and some lighting and some sound treatment. Todd, Todd Caputo Studios is on his way uh, in plotting and planning, so that's not too far away. Um, are, can you see and hear me okay? I can see and hear you just fine. Okay, great, great. We'll go with that then. Um, hey, a couple quick announcements before we get into the news because there's some juicy ones to talk about. Uh, the Asotu X live tour. So Asotu Live Tonight is coming to several cities. The first one is Arlington, Texas. In just a few weeks from now, it's going to be on April 5th. The, the site is open. We're about to start adding speakers and guests. Our friend Todd Caputo will be there. We'll be teaching some workshop things. And, of course, we're bringing the band and the fun, but we're also bringing a lot of substance, and we have a lot of great dealer guests New guests that we've never had on a SOTU programming before, and that's one of the benefits. We made the show in the evening, so we want as many people from your stores to be able to go. So if you're in the area in driving range, please send some folks that don't ever get to go to a conference. It's a great way to incentivize them to just uh, dig into the industry, meet a bunch of other people who are passionate about it, and kind of get them to come home excited. Todd, yesterday we were talking about this and uh, when you had your dealership and your, you had your stores, um, if this was near you, what, what was your suggestion to me? What would, would you be looking to do? I'd, as a shut, I'd shut the dealership. I would shut the store down and send everybody, honestly. Why? Um, you learn more because you learn more from people in the industry uh, just by associating with them and meeting them and hanging out with them. Um, and there's just there, there's no better way to learn. I've made all my connections in the industry, most of them through conferences and by meeting other people and you pick up best practices and you have some fun. So, yeah. Um, and not only that, it, it, you know, cut people out a little bit early some night, it makes a, make, yeah. makes a world of difference. The days, the days in the car business are very long. It's true. Very, very long. And it's a Wednesday. We had it on a Wednesday, right? What's going on on Wednesday yeah. night at the store? <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Let's get into exactly. Oh, let's get in some news because just uh, about 10, 12 minutes from now, we're going to be going into the all things used car room on Clubhouse live. If you don't have Clubhouse, just download it from the app store and search all things used cars. We have an amazing conversation that happens there every week in David Long's all things used cars. All right. Earlier this week, Mississippi passed a bill that bans EV manufacturers from directly selling their vehicles to consumers, instead mandating that they work through a franchise dealership network. Now, the law does include a limited exception for Tesla. It grandfathers them in, limits the store to one because there's only one there. So they're saying we're going to let that one exist. Um, obviously, supporters say that it's going to protect uh, the hundreds of small car uh, uh, franchise dealerships in the state, um, you know, and then as expected, EV startups like Rivian and Lucid are criticizing the move, saying it's going to hinder consumer choice. Mississippi Governor uh, Tate Reeves posted comments about the decision and the bill on Facebook saying almost 200 small businesses in communities across our state are seeking assurances that big manufacturers can't just just destroy their businesses. That's fair. He says, I also recognize that innovation in the industry is inevitable. And with innovation comes new companies and new business models. And he's committed to finding long-term solutions um, in the changing market. And he looks forward to working with everyone involved in the situation. So this is a major 
swing by a state to basically put a full stop on direct-to-consumer sales from manufacturers with the one exception of the Tesla store that is already open. Um, Todd, you were your second-generation dealer. Um, what's your reaction and response to this? Because you're also very committed to innovation. So I think that it's a great thing for all the, the dealers in Mississippi and maybe possibly for the rest of the country as well. It sets a pretty good precedent. Uh, you know, I don't think that the manufacturers, and you and I have talked about this before, truly understand uh, what goes on at a car dealership on a daily basis. True. And if they if they did, they probably would reconsider wanting to do this. And I know they're trying to do it in Europe, and I know they're going to try to continue to do it in the U.S. And some of these new EV manufacturers think that they can do it without dealers because Tesla did. But again, I'm a Tesla owner. We know this, right? I've been to the Tesla store uh, for service here in Charlotte. And, um, you know... How can I put it? It's got no personality. No offense to Elon Musk because I love his cars and I think he's a great guy and he's an innovator. But it's just it's not like a typical dealership at all. And I don't see Tesla doing things in the community like car dealers do. And you need to have that relationship with a dealership when you own a car. Cars are expensive. It's not a TV from Best Buy or a smartphone from Apple. It's an automobile. And people want to deal with a car dealer that cares about them. And every car dealer that I know um, they're good people. They do a lot for their community and they employ hundreds, if not thousands of people and generate a lot of sales tax revenue, uh, between the, the revenue they generate out of the dealership, plus the people they sublet work to, uh, it, it's nothing but a great thing for the industry as far as I'm concerned. And I think you might see, especially overseas, um, or in some of the States where this doesn't necessarily pass is some of the manufacturers might walk that backwards because you're going to find the consumers won't be as happy dealing, um, with a, a with a direct manufacturer than they would be with a car dealer. Yeah, it really is uh, a difficult place to be because, you know, consumer choice is something that drives capitalism. It's it's one of the things in the foundation pr foundational principles of why capitalism works. Um, you know, so limiting consumer choice is always a tricky subject, and the the fact that auto dealers are such supporters of the community, like you, like you, it, there is this balance, right? You can't always put the winner up front clearly and you know in this case mississippi the auto dealer association and we see so many other people fighting for auto dealers state by state and it's often like you said the state decisions are the ones that set precedents that make it uh, a lot clearer in other states so we'll, we'll see how this pans out how this works um you know as of right now that's the law in mississippi so there's there's reason to support that and i think it's a call for auto dealers every auto dealer because let's be honest there's some really bad dealers, right? They just do a bad job that they don't care. So, uh, you know, they don't they don't prioritize the consumer. Like it just exists, right? Like we can never like say every time and always because there's some dealers that aren't leaning in to customer experience, that aren't leading in to making sure they are a staple of the community. So um, I think this is a call for well, those. Go ahead. Yeah, right. but those are the dealers. Any business, it doesn't make any difference. There's always a few bad eggs and those yep. are the ones that don't last. There's a whole new generation of uh, younger people, the younger generation that are coming into the business now that really know how to take care of a customer the right way. So I think you're going to continue to see, you know, the quote unquote bad dealers probably gone. Yep. And again, it's, it's, it's going to be economics. People won't come back. For so. sure. The pressure these things put on the business model are good because, again, it's forcing dealers to lean in on consumer experience. And like you said, the ones who aren't willing to do it are, are going to be gone soon enough. Um, speaking of soon enough. Segway. So Volkswagen has unveiled its 
what they're calling plugin for the people with its all new ID two concept unveiled earlier this week. It's priced at $26,000 with a range of 279 miles. It looks like a VW Golf. It's a hatchback. It's got that big fat C pillar. Um, and they, they kind of did it in a way that was a not so subtle jab at Tesla because they had an, a quote unquote investor event where they kind of stole the thunder. Everyone thought Tesla was going to introduce its low cost model. VW released theirs. It's going to come out next year. And, uh, you know, they've announced some features that it can charge from 10 to 80 percent in 20 minutes. Um, they say it has a, quote, self-explanatory interior, which is very clean. Um, it actually also has some fun stuff like you can switch the gauges to retro and there's like a little tape deck that plays when your music's playing. Um but yeah, so they have this, and th there is another one they're working on that's going to come out later. The ID one, they say, is going to be sub twenty thousand dollars. So um, you know they're investing heavily in battery technology, and uh, this was kind of something that it, I guess it didn't come out of nowhere, but it definitely is moving the needle in this race for EV affordability and adoption. I don't know. Have you heard anything about this one? Uh, that car's a winner. Twenty six grand for an electric car that gets almost three hundred miles in range. It'll it'll sell. Uh, I, Volkswagen um, is definitely all over it when it comes to the future, but every dealer that I talk to right now with a Volkswagen franchise is clamoring for product. They cannot get product right now. Right. So I would hope to see these manufacturers focus on, let's, let's talk about today, like right now, let's get these dealers some products so they can sell them. Because uh, a lot of Volkswagen dealers are hurting right now because they just don't have new car product to sell. But that car, to me, looks like a winner, hands down. 26 grand is a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, like, try to think, like, what other cars on the market are you getting right now for 26 grand? Like, what are some of the other stuff? Like uh, like a Kia, a Kia Soul, maybe a Sportage? Um, trying to think of stuff in the same kind of segment. Well, Chevy's going to have an Equinox that's going to be a little over 30. And oh, I that's think coming that's out soon, right? All, an EV. Yeah, that's all electric. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's that that'll sell too. Um, but that 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 Volkswagen uh, is a winner um, for sure. I don't know if it's all wheel drive or not. Is it all wheel drive? Front wheel drive. Oh, it's front. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, not nah, the car's a winner. Straight yep. straight up. <laughs> that's a winner. There hopefully, you go. Hopefully, you build enough of them. That's all. They got to build them. Yeah, exactly. They got to build them. They got to build them. So, twenty twenty five again is the expected release date. And uh, also, they did mention in this that. In 2024, they're going to be releasing that electric Volkswagen bus. They just put it in there. I haven't heard much about that, but I think that's going to be uh, one of those uh, immediate cult favorites as well. Uh, speaking of cult favorites. Segway. I don't know if we can call it. We usually call the Apple users the cult users and the Microsoft ones not. But if you look at there's some people excited about Microsoft Office. And, you know, obviously it's been a place over the years where millions and millions of people get work done. And now the company's laying so heavily into the AI language model chat GPT integration in their services uh, throughout the suite. They're releasing a new product called 365 Copilot that, in my opinion, it actually does the work for you. So basically it combines ChatGPT uh, language model with Microsoft 360 apps like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, um, and it uses that to generate text, to create presentations, to answer emails, even, and this is the one that I thought was, was the most impressive for me, is to pull insights out of spreadsheets. So like financial models and profit and loss and balance sheets. So here are some of the prompts that on, on the demo, we link everything up in the show notes. You can see the demo and it, it's super impressive. And so basically one of the prompts is draft a proposal from yesterday's meeting notes. So there were meeting notes. You talked about, uh, you know, like services and scope and all that's in the meeting notes. And then you can just have this draft a rough proposal based on the meeting notes. Another prompt was um, 
to do with a spreadsheet. It said, analyze this quarter's business results and summarize key trends. Uh, the third prompt was create a short presentation based on, and then you could just say like these notes or this article or whatever, and it literally generated a PowerPoint with images and you can give it prompts like make it more casual, make it more formal, make it more modern. And so just the scope of work that can be done like that, and granted, there's probably going to be some accuracy issues, but I mean, what what is your thought on this technology? I mean, you always on the new tech. How do you feel about this um, being a part of the workflow? So I think that it's going to put people out of a job. Number one, that's the first thing that comes to my head because there's just people that do that stuff now. Uh, it's also, uh, I, I guess, it's going to allow for more efficiency in business, which is, you know could be a good thing, but. You know, in the end, I mean, I've got kids that are teenagers and I got a son in college. I, I think that this stuff just makes kids and people in general not so bright, makes them stupid. Uh, they don't have to think. They don't have to think about these things anymore because the computer does everything for them. The software does everything for them. And I think that that's dangerous. Um, all this stuff coming with AI is all of a sudden just hitting like that. Right. Like yeah. It's this Very is the quick. next. This is the next. This Remember when the Internet first hit? And yeah. People didn't really know exactly. This is the same thing. Right. I think this is, this is just like it was. Yeah, it is altering. It's going to alter a lot of things. And I think we as a as a culture and as a society, we got to really think about that, especially when it comes to educating kids, because um, I don't know. It's there's a lot of good things, but I think that there's a lot of bad yeah. as well. But that's a long conversation. I we think, don't have time for today. Yeah, no, we don't. But I think I, the, the bottom line is that it's, it's a lot to process. Right. It's just a lot to strategically think through uh, in the interim. And I think auto dealers and marketing departments and PR departments, dealerships can take such advantage of this new technology and you should be paying attention to it because, like you said, it's going to oh, leverage yeah, efficiency and a lot of like marketing departments and office they're understaffed. And this is a way I think you can elevate the consumer customer experience by just producing better things quicker and letting the people the people use their brain power on critical thinking and observation and the human element instead of like the administrative element. So um, I hope we move forward, but obviously we're going to pay attention to it. We're going to do all we can to bring it to you. Todd, thanks for joining me twice this week. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I know you're just about to get into your workday. You probably started before the show, but you all have work to do too. So go do it. Let's sell some cars. We got to sell, sell some cars this weekend.